This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Can I tell you something that's not very pleasant? I mean, in all seriousness, you're probably not going to like this. So you can always turn off the podcast, but I don't, you know, I don't mean to offend, but, but, uh, rather I, I, I intend to help. Um, but here's the truth. You're wrong. (laughs) I'm just going to say that again. You're wrong. You are wrong. (laughs) We've made such a big deal in our culture and society about being right. I'm so sick of it. Can I just tell you that? I am so sick and tired of it. I'm a public high school educator. The emphasis that we place on students to get the right answer is absolutely killing their creativity and crushing their souls and their spirits. Really, it is. It's horrendous. But you know, it's not just our students in high school. So many people, those are like the scariest two or three words. You're wrong or you are wrong. That word is one of the scariest words, wrong, right? People hear that and they start to freak out inwardly. I might be wrong. When I was younger, this was my greatest fear. Now, I didn't realize that it was my greatest fear, but it was. In fact, I took this to such an extreme that it wasn't just being wrong that I was afraid of, it was not knowing. So literally, people would ask me when I was younger, hey, have you seen such and such movie? And I'd go, oh, yeah, yeah, even though I hadn't seen it. Now, I would do that because I felt like if they knew something that I didn't know, that made me inferior. Friends, let me tell you, it's really easy for me in retrospect and in hindsight to see that that's what I was doing. At the time, I had no idea. I didn't know I didn't know why I was doing that. It was like word vomit. And I was like, why did I say I'd seen that movie when I totally haven't, right? And I realized as I got older, and I've been an avid journaler. I mean, I, I've been a journaler since before the age of 10. Um, don't know the exact age when I started, but uh, probably eight or nine. And um, I started to to recognize this and to journal about this and to try to dig into why I was doing that. And I came to the conclusion that it was like being wrong. And I didn't like being wrong or not knowing. I didn't want somebody to be able to accuse me of being ignorant or stupid. Well, you know what, friends? I am wrong. I'll tell you how good it feels to admit this to the world. <laughs> All of my 12 subscribers. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many subscribers I have right now. Last time I looked, it was like audience, estimated audience size of like 14. And you know, that's fine because I love you 14 people. I love y'all so much. And I'm so glad that y'all listen. Hear me out on this. I am wrong and I don't know the majority of stuff that there is to know in the universe. And here's the truth. Nobody does. You are wrong. You're ignorant. I am wrong. I am ignorant. 
These are not ugly words, friends. Wrong and ignorant have become words that we recoil from, like it wounds certain people. And yes, we, we can use these words in ways that we even intend to harm people. We can say, you're just ignorant. <laughs> Be careful because my mom taught me this. Whenever we point our finger at somebody else, at least three fingers are pointing back at us, right? When we try and expose someone as being ignorant, we only prove the fact that we ourselves are ignorant. We may be slightly less ignorant than that other person. Okay, fine. But in terms of everything that there is to know in our universe, this is what ignorance means. It means we don't know something. It means that we don't know that we don't know it. That is ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. Of all the things in the universe that there are to know, what percentage would you say you know? Friends, I wouldn't even say 99.99% of all the things that there are to know in this beautiful, magnificent, and massive universe, how little do I know, oh so little? I'm wrong all the time. I just don't know that I'm wrong. I'm ignorant of that fact. There are basically three ways that we can respond to this reality. The first is potentially the most dangerous. We can deny it. To some people, it hurts too bad to admit that they're ignorant and to admit that they're wrong. And because it hurts so bad, some people simply deny it. I'm informed. I'm a critical thinker. I may not know everything, but I know a lot of stuff. That's what they'll say. This is a very dangerous person, isn't it? Right? This is a very dangerous person because they're not willing to admit the truth. They are deceiving themselves about the nature of reality, about the nature of the state of things in terms of their knowledge of the universe. So friends, be very careful of people who deny this truth and this reality. And I know there may be something rising up in you that wants to deny this, but I'm believing that you're not going to give in to that. I'm believing that today you're listening to this and you're going, even though this is really uncomfortable for me, I do, I do want to acknowledge that I'm wrong and that I'm ignorant. Okay, if you're willing to do that, you're an incredible person. And thank you for that. Thank you for not being one of those people who walks around denying their ignorance. Friends, we are all so, so ignorant. There's so much that we don't know. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's, it's just the truth. Well, the second response that we can have to this is we can despair it. Or we can have despair as a result of this reality. Thinking, I know so little, I'm wrong so often, we can go into this horrible pit of despair and depression. Even worse, we can sometimes start beating up on ourselves and we can move into a realm of self-deprecation saying, I'm so stupid, I know so little, I I'm just an idiot, right? Friends, please don't do this to yourself. Please don't do this to yourself. It is an interpretation of the fact and it doesn't have to be that way. You see, there's a difference between the fact and an interpretation of the fact, okay? You can, you know, I'll just use a really extreme example and, and, and please forgive me, I, I don't mean to strike any chords here, I, I really don't, but, but I think it's a good example. Let's say that 
your loved one, the person you love most in your life. This could be a spouse or a life partner. This could be a, a, a child or a, or a father or a mother or just a, a friend that you're so close to. Whatever the case may be, imagine that that person walks out of your life. They leave and they say, I'm never coming back. The fact in that scenario is that that person chose to leave and to break relationship with you. Now, as a result of that, it would probably be wise for us to examine why they chose to do that. Okay? So some self, self-analysis, some introspection would be good. But some people, when this happens, they come to conclusions. They begin to interpret this. And they say, that person left me because I'm no good. I'm worthless. That is an interpretation of the fact. In reality, that person may have left because of something that they had going on, and it might have nothing to do with you whatsoever. In fact, I think I could argue that really it has nothing to do with you no matter what. It's still their choice, even if they're responding to something in you that they don't particularly like. But here's the point. There is a fact and there is an interpretation of the fact. We often interpret the facts and we view those interpretations and hold on to those interpretations as if they are the facts themselves. Okay. If you are uh, let go from your job and people go through the same thing as, as, as a relationship, as a breakup, they think I'm worthless. I'm no good. The company didn't value me. I went through this. I went through this about six years ago, seven years ago. Um, when I was let go from a job and it was very unexpected and it was very hurtful. But it was hurtful because I was interpreting what was going on as saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Okay. And the reality was the organization wanted to move in a different direction. Okay. I think they could have handled some things in, in, in a better way. That's my opinion. But ultimately, I had to decide how I was going to interpret that experience. So if you are tempted to fall into despair as a result of acknowledging your own ignorance and acknowledging the fact that you're wrong, um, please fight that urge. Okay, please don't give into it because that is just one possible interpretation of the fact or of the, the information at hand. I submit to you that the third way of dealing with this, and perhaps there are others, but I submit to you that the third way of dealing with this reality that you are wrong and that you are ignorant, incredibly ignorant, is, uh, and that I am as well, okay? So we're all in the same boat here, right? Don't, don't be offended. I'm saying this is true of all of us as humans, okay? I think even the most enlightened human on our planet still does not know 99.99% of all that there is to know. Now, somebody might want to fight me on that. You do know that 72% of all statistics are made up on the spot, right? <laughs> I just want to say that there. But that, that's just my opinion. I think there's so much to know that even the most enlightened person, and I don't know who that would you know, be for you. I think of somebody like the Dalai Lama. I listen to a lot of Sadhguru. Um, you know, I don't know who it may be for you, but I think even the most enlightened person we can think of still doesn't know uh, the vast majority of what there is to know. But, you know, I'll just say that I think the best way to respond here is to simply embrace this fact. There is so much freedom when you finally embrace this. I don't know. I'm wrong. Now, what I've started doing lately... Um, 
and I don't claim to be like a champion at this, okay? But what I've started doing lately is actually looking for opportunities where I can say those three words that used to scare me to, to my core, <laughs> used to make me shudder. I don't know. I used to hate saying those words. That's why I would tell people that I saw movies I hadn't seen, that I read books I hadn't read, that I had heard of famous people that I hadn't heard of, is because I was so scared of saying the word, I don't know, and admitting my ignorance. And now, it's really a joy. You know, I mean, it really, I, it sounds weird, but it really is. Because each time I think, ah, there's an opportunity to say, I don't know. And those opportunities come multiple times in a day. If you'll just look for them, those opportunities are there. And they're wonderful opportunities because they are life-affirming and, and, and those are truth-affirming words. They affirm what is real and what is true. They affirm my own ignorance and they foster within me a sense of humbleness. I can tell you in another podcast why um, I avoided the word humility there. There's a good friend of mine um, who started saying humbleness, and I thought, don't you mean humility? And he explained to me why he doesn't use that word. Maybe that's for another podcast. But it does bring a certain humbleness when you are just so willing to admit this truth that you don't know. There's so much freedom there. I don't know. I'm ignorant. What is so bad about that? Okay. Can we hurt people in our ignorance? Absolutely. But all we can do is our best. All we can do is our very best to become enlightened. And willful ignorance is very different. It's a very different thing than what I'm talking about right now. And I'm talking about ignorance. I'm not talking about willful ignorance. I'm not talking about burying your head in the sand and saying, la, 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 with your fingers in your ears. Like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. Right? I don't want to know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about true ignorance. The things that we don't know, we don't know until we find out that we were wrong, until we get new information, and then it is only in hindsight that we look back and go, boy, I did not, I was ignorant. Okay, I, I didn't know, okay? So, if we don't hold ourselves hostage and in despair and in judgment for being ignorant, then it will be much easier for us not to hold others in judgment or condemnation as a result of their ignorance as well. And as a result, you will have a more compassionate view of other people. But it starts with you. It starts within. You have to accept yourself. You have to be able to show compassion and love and grace and forgiveness and mercy to yourself. If you cannot do that or you know, receive that into your life from a higher power, if that's what you believe. If you can't let it into your life, wherever it comes from for yourself, it is going to be very difficult, perhaps impossible, uh, I believe, for you to give that to other people. You know, somebody once said, you can't give what you don't have. If you don't have compassion and grace for yourself, how can you extend it to others? You don't have it, right? Somebody walks up to me and they say, hey, give me your Ferrari. <laughs> I say, I can't. I don't have a Ferrari, <laughs> right? Okay. So you can't give what you don't have. Extend, give to yourself or receive into your life love and compassion and grace and embrace the fact that you are wrong. 
that you don't know. And along with that, embrace the fact that that is completely, totally fine and okay. It's reality. It's a fact. How you choose to interpret that fact is up to you. Don't deny it. Don't despair it, this reality, this truth, but embrace it. Invite compassion and grace into your life and extend it to others. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. Thank you so much for listening. I hope if you haven't yet, that you will subscribe right here to the Dude Fuel Podcast. And also, if these messages are helping you, inspiring you, motivating you, stirring you up to live your next level life, your highest level of life, I hope that you'll share at least one of these um, podcast messages uh, with a family or a loved one, a friend, somebody that you care about that you know can be positively impacted by this material because I do this podcast, um, you know, in the hopes that there are those out here who are really being impacted by the messages. And so um, I thank you for listening. Uh, Again, I'm Cody Ray Miller, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow and sharing another message with you.